0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott.
1: The two favorite words of any pro wrestling fan are push and bury. If you go and say this to people that do not watch sports entertainment, they just look at you as if you've gone crazy because you speak in a language they don't understand. And it's good to be pushed because you're about to go to the moon and probably be featured in the main event. And if you're buried, well, burying is always bad. Even outside of wrestling, it means that you're dead. But we do always love talking about it. So my name is Simon Mello. welcome to What Culture Wrestling. Please hit that subscribe button. And this is 10 shocking WWE babyface burials that you totally don't remember. Number 10, Billy Gunn gets dropped. Steve Austin was a global phenomenon. Now that sounds weird, because so I just mentioned Billy Gunn's name, but just bear with me for a few seconds. But honestly, we all forget that he did cross over to the mainstream. And was so popular that there were people that maybe even heard of pro wrestling that got their TV remotes and put it on and said, man, I really enjoy that stunner. I hope he stunners somebody else again. Much well, like a band whose fans only want them to play their greatest hits, though. Eventually, Steve Austin was like, well, I do enjoy this, but I would like to do something different. So he went to Vincent Kennedy, man, and said, please, please turn me heel. And he became the bad guy. The problem with that is that this new audience didn't want to see it. Now, all of this did give us crazy stone cold. and I love that guy, but he did have a point because if you went back in your time machine to October 2nd, 2000, before this had happened, well, Austin was just beating everybody up because WWE wasn't doing a good job in making opponents for him. And the case in point is that on that day, Billy Gunn had also made a big return to the World Wrestling Federation after being written off for of February, where he got beaten up by Degeneration X to say, hey, I'm a good guy now. Plus, he had a bunch of information for the Rattlesnake about who had run him over. And do you know how the Bionic Reddit responded? He dropped him with a stutter. All this did was remind you where the promotion saw Gunn in the card, Whereas really, he should have been brought back and at least given a little bit of a push. But we did not do that. Number nine, Bayley after WrestleMania 35. Everything about WrestleMania 35 and everything after it was weird. I mean, the Iconics beat Bayley and Sasha Banks for the Women's Tag Team Championships, which nobody saw coming. And then 24 hours later on Raw, Bayley was losing again. She was facing Alexa Bliss in what felt like something of a nothing match. And then within three minutes, yeah, she got defeated and we all went home. Once again, nobody thought that we were going to do this because the night before Alexa Bliss had just been the host of WrestleMania. And this all tied into a bunch of rumours about the role Madeline and Sasha Banks throwing some kind of a tantrum. Surprise, surprise, shock, horror, none of that was true. As it turned out, WWE was doing that WWE booking thing where they had decided to give the Women's Smackdown Championship to Bayley. But before then, she had to be defeated, defeated, defeated. And to be honest, it wasn't until the end of that summer where she went, Heel, where all of a sudden she was allowed to spread her wings again. People were confused though, because it felt like she was being punished for something, even though in actuality she wasn't at all. Number eight, Oscar freezes at the sight of James Ellsworth. 2018 was a pretty good year for Oscar. I mean, she won the Royal Rumble, she was the women's champion for a while. It was finally as if everybody had seen her and gone, man, she's really good. We should give her what she deserves. And WrestleMania wasn't so hot because she did lose her undefeated streak to Charlotte, but that's going to happen. It's just the way of life. And then when she segued straight into a program with Carmella, who had just cashed in her money back to become the champion, well, it felt like all was well again. Instead, when they came head to head, the reason Oscar wasn't able to get the pinfall is because towards the end of the match, Carmella's manager, friend, whatever the hell you want to call him, James Ellsworth, got up on the apron and Oscar was so mesmerized by this sight, or I guess she was distracted. She let her guard down and that was that. I mean, it's bad enough when WWE does this with other wrestlers, but Oscar to James Ellsworth, she should have treated him like he was oxygen. It's kind of just there and she doesn't notice. But no, she lost and she did look a little bit foolish thankfully, within WWE, everybody loses to the distraction finish. It is more lethal than poison. Number seven, Seth Rollins is the third wheel. July 22nd, 2019 on Raw. What a night this was. Because halfway through Seth Rollins' major face turn, which has started so well, and because of segments like this started to fall off the rails, he found himself with a group of legends that wouldn't even give him the time of day. Social media had a field day with this when it came to gifts and means, and the story was simple. The club was running amok throughout WWE and beating everybody up, so they needed somebody to stop them. And on one particular evening, this came in the form of Degeneration X and the NWO. They chased away the bad guys as the fans screamed on their approval, and Seth Rollins was there too. But while all of those guys embraced, they left Seth out of the bubble And it honestly was like he had just invited himself along to a date and nobody wanted him there. I mean, why the hell would they leave him out? He was a new star. He was the big up and comer. He should have been the focus for this. And the hug should have had him right in the middle. But we did the exact opposite. And as you can see, it still hurts me to this day are watching Seth, know that I will hug you, I think you're great. Number 6. Bam Bam Bigelow cheerleads the click Bam Bam Bigelow was convinced to lose to NFL star Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania 11 because if he did, Not only was he going to get super duper pushed, there's that word again, after the fact, but he would also be in the main event as a babyface. That is a pretty good deal, but unfortunately, minutes before he did have this big showcase, his whole plan fell apart. Because Shawn Michaels had put on such a heroic performance against his former best friend Diesel, that all of a sudden the WWE Universe, that wasn't the WWE Universe back then, looked at the heartbreak kid and said, wow, that guy can move. He's my new favorite wrestler. This grew Bam Bam instantly because his new position was just taken away from him. And my word, did it get worse on the May 22nd, 1995 Raw. Because you could just tell at some point the narrative was going to reunite Shawn Michaels and Diesel. It happened here. Bam Bam Bigelow just happened to be in the ring. As they did start to embrace the makeup and all the fans were like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Bigelow just had to stand there and clap. And once again, it was a little bit awkward. It would have been far easier if somebody had come up from the back with a sign that had just gone, Bam Bam Bigelow is not our main guy because the message was clear. Now, thankfully they didn't include Bam Bam before the show went off the air because they grabbed his hand and they all went up in the air. The damage had already been done and Bigelow never really got what he was promised. Number five, Triple H crushes Paul London and Brian Kendrick. I still don't get this one. I suppose within kayfabe, Triple H just didn't like Brian Kendrick and Paul London. So even after they helped him out, he kicked their ass. I suppose that's a good life lesson. But yes, after these two young up and comers had run out there to protect Triple H from Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch, who were beating him up at the time, the cave just turned around and gave them both pedigrees. And yeah, he never explained why. Once more, though, the fans were going nuts for this. I suppose when you do do that in pro wrestling, you did something right. The issue, though, was that it really cemented them in a certain position, and they never really got out of that position. That's why wrestling politics can really go bad. Number four, Diesel's WWF magazine cover. Look at this cover! What is the main takeaway? It is, of course, the fact that there is Diesel, our WWF champion, and he is smiling as if he is the happiest man in the world. Maybe he was. Therein lies the problem, however. As soon as Vince McMahon realised that Big Daddy Cool was getting over like Rover and getting massive reactions from the fans, he scrapped any plans he did have and said, that's my new guy. Here's that word again. He was pushed to the top. The reason this was the case, though, is that Kevin Nash didn't give a shib. He was a massive dude that walked out there and he murdered people. So that's what everybody wanted to see. When we did pull the trigger though, McMahon then all of a sudden went back to what had worked in the past and told Big Kev, you gotta smile and you gotta be happy. And surprise, surprise, that turned everybody off because it's not what brought him to the dance. It also meant that he lost his edge, and when he started getting beaten up in matches before having his big baby babyface comeback, it was like, come on, man. The dude is like nine foot four tall. I can't buy into that. It wasn't his fault, of course. He's an employee and he does what he's told, but if we had gone in the other direction with this, I tell you, it wouldn't have been as controversial as it is today. Number three, Lex Luger, he can't be trusted. Before Lex Luger shocked the industry and jumped over to WCW Nitro in 1995, he was in an odd position. His super push was over and he was knee deep in a story with tag team partner, British Bulldog, where it was teased that they were about to have a big falling out and then, of course, feud. As Bulldog had turned heel at SummerSlam, though, our champion, Kevin Nash, didn't trust him, and he especially didn't trust Lex Luger. So when Luger came out there to try and protect him from men on the mission, Kevin Nash just turned his head towards him and booted him over the top rope. The problem was, is that this wasn't the case. Luger was still a hero, and by the time he was beating up Kevin Nash's rivals, Diesel had left. My word, did Luger look like a chump. To be fair though, when he did make this shift eight days later, it kind of saved his career because he went from down here to being back in the main event. Number two, EC3 is given no chance to get over. When EC3 signed with WWE in 2018, many people were surprised because he had been in the company before and during his entire time there, they had done the grand total of nothing with him. It did mean that here there was a worry they may do it again and history would repeat itself. What do you know? He re-debuted in NXT and he did a pretty good job, but everybody on their dog knew when he gets to Raw or SmackDown, that's where he'll really be able to shine, because he's like a Vince McMahon wrestler, so he'll be treated right. Everybody assumed it would happen soon, which it did in 2019, and as soon as we had got there, Everybody, I would imagine, especially EC3, regretted it. Because honestly, he was not given a chance. Then management got mad at him because he had a 50-50 match or something with Dean Ambrose. And his punishment there was to have another match with Braun Strowman, who quite literally destroyed him. EC3 was then just left to stand backstage and flex in a mirror and sometimes compete for the 24-7 title before he was released. And I tell you, this one was so perplexing, we didn't even try. Number one, the ultimate warrior becomes champion. We all know the deal with Jim Helwig. He said some terrible things that shouldn't even be a thought in somebody's head. However, if you do go back to the early 90s, he was the hottest commodity in the WWF and probably all of pro wrestling. Hence why he became the World Wrestling Federation champion. The reason he was so popular, however, is that he came across like a loon. People would watch him run to the ring and do these nonsensical promos and say to themselves, well, I have no idea what's going on, but he has so much energy, I'm going to cheer for him. As ever though, weeks after he did become the man, WWF decided, well, no, we have to show a more human side, even though up to this point, the only emotion he had put across was bonkers. So when he started talking about ultimate love and even grabbed somebody from the audience to show what his fans meant to him, the sentiment was completely lost Cause who the hell was this guy? Nobody wanted a nice individual. They wanted their crackpot alien back. And While there were other issues with this title reign, it did not work. All the cool was gone and instead in its place, was just a hallmark greeting card. Know of any other WWE baby faces that were shockingly buried and that now nobody remembers? Make sure you let us know in those comments below and then like the video, share the video and please do hit subscribe. Then you can go over to whatculture.com where you can read articles like this. You can follow us on social media, come and say hello and click another video around my head to stay on the channel and be sports entertained. My name is Simon for What Culture, Thank you for joining me as always and I will see you the next time you decide to click my face.
0: So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media,